0: all because Steve wasn't afraid to push further within the confines of Apple. I don't I never felt like they were looking at what else people were doing and he was looking at the post PC era, which is what we're living in now, and then a lot of people are saying Apple's not looking past the post mobile era. They're not they're not trying to get to the next technological era. They're just fine with increasing the bottom line within this era. Hello, this is This Podcast Is Not For You, and my name is Jake.
1: And my name is Peyton.
0: My name is Wes. And today we are going to be talking about something a little different. If you're listening or watching, you obviously know it is about technology, uh, specifically Apple, the...
2: History, the kind of impact that it's had. and
0: Yeah, and the, the products that they released and continue to release. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan. I guess let's start with that. Mm-hmm. Big Apple fan. I think one of the main turning points in my life is when I got my iPod Classic. It opened the avenue to music, movies, television, yeah. anything that you wanted on iTunes, you could now have in your pocket. I think that is a huge turning point in my life. So... I've I've been an Apple consumer since then. Um,
1: you also use multiple Apple products. Mm-hmm. I think probably iPod Tut or iPod um, original iPod, not classic, but shot. Uh, the Nano? Nano, right? Nano was it the Nano that we had? I the thought one? It was, like kind
2: of longer rectangle one. I think it was
1: the yeah that yeah. era. Nano was the first. Mm-hmm. product And then I you've had. you use multiple Apple products mm-hmm. still. Yep. You've, okay. Cool. Yeah.
2: I I have always been interested by Apple. I think some of their design stuff is some of the best out there in terms of marketing stuff Mm -hmm. too. Like the way they design everything and packaging. Yep. Yeah. um, Everything is so influential. And I think because like I thought of this episode because of you in particular, like you were the guy I knew that waited in line to get his iPhone like release day, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and then obviously like we all saw this movie I think we saw it together, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I saw it was with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're talking about the Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs.
0: uh, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin,
2: Danny Boyle film. Um, But yeah. This is
1: Apple before and after Steve Jobs.
2: Pretty much is what we're going to kind of focus on. It
0: shifted because... The the idea came about, because Wes and I were talking about uh, the iPhone 13 release, Yeah, and you brought, well, you brought a question to me, like, um, I don't remember how you phrased it, but when we were talking about episode ideas, it was, uh, what would you say, basically?
2: I was like, well, when the iPhone 13 was announced and released, I immediately started thinking about, like, Apple back in the day, and thinking about like the original iPhone announcement and how huge that was and the original iPod and like all of the stuff that happened under Steve Jobs. It feels so different than Apple now. And so that's kind of like what got me thinking about it and bringing it up to you as a possible, I think it would be interesting to discuss the trajectory of this company. like It's not like they're making bad products now or anything like that. It's just changed so clearly yeah Yeah. and he's such an interesting guy uh, and figure in the modern world Mm -hmm. and he had such a massive impact on everyone's life even if they don't know it really though yeah stuff he did not just in terms of products but the company that he what he did with that company Mm -hmm. impacted so many things so yeah that was why we kind of felt like it would be an interesting subject that it was also kind of different for us to talk about. Yeah,
0: we we, we will get back to the uh, iPhone 13 yeah. release later, uh, but that is kind of what sparked it is w- looking why... Looking back on all the... Yeah, products. looking back on uh, what how Steve ran Apple, uh, just not even... So we're going to start um, from like at 97, and he wasn't even CEO when he came back in 97, but... Apple under Steve Jobs kind of always felt like to me as like a design, or at least that's definitely how they presented themselves. They're a design slash creative creative company mm-hmm. that just so happens to be making like technological products that right. enable us to do the same things. And that's kind of how it's it's always felt to me as, you know, as I read and watch documentaries and watch original interviews with Steve Jobs and stuff. That's what it feels like. That's the that's the picture he's painting. Um, of Apple as a company. and Selling
1: inspiration almost more than anything else.
2: For oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, you think on the early marketing of it, it was had nothing... I mean, that was the criticism initially of the 1984 ad mm-hmm. that came out. I was like, you don't yeah. see a computer in it. Yeah. Like, you're selling a computer. What are you doing? Why are you making a movie, yeah. essentially?
0: Yeah, and he, he actually got that idea from Nike in Nike is very good at telling stories with their products. Yeah. And, and he he mentioned in this an is interview- Is an Olympic
1: ad or something that they were doing? Yeah. Okay. And he
0: mentioned that they don't they never talk about the shoes. They talk mm-hmm. about what they enable you to do. And they mm-hmm. talk about who they make you. And so he took that and made that the cornerstone of when he came back in 97. That's what we're going to do now. We're going to talk about what these products do for you instead of yeah. what they do for themselves. Like for the process League power. It's like that's not what our ads are going to be anymore no one cares. Mm-hmm. Consumer electronics, no one cares. So, no. um, that's, yeah,
1: you're only going to get that from the deep, right. uh, com, like computer nerds. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And even they do that in keynotes, but then you see the commercials and it's just a black silhouette yeah. dancing with colorful backgrounds and white earbuds. Mm-hmm. It's very distinct. This is how it makes you feel. So yeah, he actually and, and took that he, idea. From, he
2: made tech interesting to people that are not computer dorks or yeah. nerds. Yeah. Well, like, and
1: there was very few when
2: in that time. Yes. There's right. very few computer yeah. dorks because it wasn't mainstream yet. Sure. Yeah. But like he brought it to people like like you and I are not necessarily like hyper tech nerds mm-hmm. in a traditional sense or anything. I think what intrigues us or most people about Apple is like there's something grabby to it that's not about the processing power or the yeah. RAM or, like, whatever. Yeah. There's something else about it that's, like, that intangible thing that Jobs was so good at emphasizing. Mm-hmm.
0: They're, like, a company that allows you to do that. They're not afraid to take risks. Uh, and a lot of it was, like, the innovations were so subtle and simple that you see them and you're like, why had no one why thought did, of this yeah, before? Yeah, why did like, this not happen earlier? Yeah. Um And so they it, i for me especially when they are we're, we're in our head right now it's from basically 97 to 2011 when he died so that era of apple was really about doing the hard work as a company to allow the user to the it's super easy to use the ui is easy to use mm-hmm. the iphone didn't even have an app store when it launched the, it's mm-hmm. it was like this is very simple for everyone to use and you can now do so many more things because we're giving you this tool. Yeah, uh, That's kind of how it felt. Um, and I was doing some research today and I came to the conclusion that I think the shift that happened post Steve Jobs and pre was Steve was so focused on besting themselves. And mm-hmm. so their competition was inward focused. And what I mean by that is, and Steve comes back from next in 1997, uh, the next year they released the iMac, which made the Mac lineup obsolete. He killed their own product, mm-hmm. and you see a, some of that in in this. Yeah, where uh, Seth Rogen's character was is like, you don't just mention the Mac in your keynote, please. Like, it's it's built this company. Just please do something for the original Mac, and he's like, we're we're moving on. Like, yeah, this is the next thing, and. I'm sorry if it makes this product that we've, that's we've that been revolutionary already obsolete, but this is the next best thing and we're going to do this now. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like almost everything I was reading was about how he wasn't afraid to innovate past themselves, which is almost antithetical as a business person. It's like... Because well, he's not a business and it's person. And his people, too. Exactly. He's more
1: of a... He's something else.
2: Yeah. And his people, too. Like, when someone creates something, they want to, like look at the thing that they've created over and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And so, like, the conflict in that is, like, he just wants those people recognized for the thing that they did however many years ago. Yeah. And that's... People's feelings want that, you know? Like, oh, but I did this thing. And he's like, that's fine. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. Why would I look backwards at something that is obsolete? Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. Especially... Other in- than, like, Megan's- rubbing someone's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Steve Jobs never cared about right. yeah. anybody's feelings. Especially
0: <laughs> yeah. in technology when it moves so fast. It's yeah. you can't get fixated on something for 5-6 years shoot. I mean in technology yeah. years that's huge. Um so yeah, ne- the year after he comes back, he's like we're putting out the iMac fun bright colors mm-hmm. approachable as like a teen, approachable as like a young business person, approachable as a student. It's so much of it is like the way that they branded it. And then the Mac at the time was 86% of their revenue. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, we're going to, we're going to put this out and we're not going to make the Mac anymore. And which, I mean, they still made it, but you know, they weren't updating it as a product and it was about 80% of their revenue at the time, which is just crazy for, you know, like we said, he is a business person, but he wasn't, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not the way he thought about things was how do I increase the bottom line? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then in which is why he
2: got fired in the first place. I don't know if that's what you yeah. just said or
0: not, but like, I didn't. But yes, that's why he
2: he didn't care about the shareholders yeah. or anybody yeah. putting up the financial aspect of things. He was just trying to create something.
0: And what's interesting is he was gone for ten years,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's kind of when everyone at Apple and the shareholders realized that there was nothing left in the innovation tank, mm-hmm. and they brought him back. Yeah, and it's tomorrow, and as we're recording, tomorrow is ten years to the date that he died, and so we're kind of at this so point probably where we're "Gonna like,
2: bring him back." <laughs> that's the thing is,
0: this time you can't. So what do you do as a company to get to get back there? But uh, so in two thousand one, releases the iPod, which was their first non PC product, um, and again I said eighty six percent of their business at the time was PCs, and so for him, I'm sure to bring to the shareholders and stuff is we're going to make a music player, you know, just, I can't imagine like what, but again, he was always like thinking another era ahead. And so then in 2007, they released the iPhone, which was effectively killing the iPod. Yeah. Uh, and again, if you, cause what,
1: they're basically building the iPhone off of the hardware and design of the iPod. Yeah. Sort, sort of. of. Yeah. 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 Uh, from those six years gap, the things that they discovered from the data they got from the iPod. Yeah, so and stuff how, like that.
2: how many iPods were released in that span of time do we know? Like, how many versions of it? Didn't I like don't. a Nano or anything come out? It was probably still just like versions of the original iPod I mean, in between was, that and the iPhone. The right?
0: original, the classic, the video, the Nano was definitely out in that time period. Okay. And then uh, the Shuffle might have been at that point.
1: Hmm. And then the Touch came out after that.
0: The Touch came out in 2010, I
1: think. So it came out um, after the phone.
0: But yeah, so he said. I mean, it. Wes sort of touched on it earlier, but if if you haven't seen the original iPhone keynote, it is
2: it's it's amazing. It's a w- interesting bit of history to go back in and like watch.
0: It's cr- so so the way the, the lore of the 2007 keynote, June 29th is when it came out. He he comes on stage and he's like, "Today we're going to be." releasing three revolutionary products a phone a touchscreen iPod and I don't even remember what the last one was what's the last one music uh,
1: player well that's the iPod no.
0: but uh internet uh, yeah. a, a mobile that's internet right. device yep. and people are losing their minds They're like ah! and then eventually in the presentation he he lets them know that this is all the same product, and people are just
2: losing their mind. You can hear uh, people in the crowd like,
0: like, it's, and it's, like
2: gasping and it's screaming. Yeah. yeah.
0: So if you haven't watched it, please go back and watch it. It's, but
2: it's it doesn't sound like it would be entertaining to watch, but it really is. Like fourteen years later, to it's like crazy. look. Also, back on it. thinking about like, there were keynotes
1: before this, but um, any tech like event now or like. E three, all those things are modeled after, are modeled after. Yeah, they're trying to do something
2: like yeah. what they're doing with everyone's it. doing a Steve Jobs impersonation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but also like the product he's announcing. Not only was it interesting that, like the the world at the time, the tech world at the time, and like what he was announcing, the product is possibly the most like ubiquitous product around right now that just like most people have Mm -hmm. like yes not everybody on the planet has an iphone it's like 30 something percent of the cell phone market or something but all of the other phones are iphone ripoffs yeah Yeah. essentially invented
0: the toaster yeah yeah yep that's what happened
2: and so it's interesting to see like the moment our world changed. Yeah, like there's not very there's not very many instances of that throughout history where you have
1: when you were especially when you were there to witness mm-hmm. it too. Like, and there wasn't like leaking of what the product was going right. to be mm-hmm. either. It was all
0: very different world. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and you even have. I mean, you had people coming out and saying, "This is a waste of time. This is a waste of money. Yeah, no one will want this." Very famously infamously i guess the ceo of paypal at the time was vehemently against the iphone he was like this is the biggest mistake apple has made in their tenure like it was it's hilarious to read now obviously but it's like people he at the time even has were like, iphone now yeah I'm sure. people at the time weren't even like on board uh well here i'll tell my little story just how different the world is because people listening might not remember or maybe they're too young to remember but so I was waiting in line. Yes, I waited in line for the original iPhone. There it were- would have
2: been... 2007? 15? 16?
0: Oh, uh, I had not turned 16 yet. I turned 16 that year, but not in June. Uh, so Scott Knudsen actually drove me and we waited 28 hours. And it was back when the iPhone was just on AT&T. Apple stores did not sell the iPhone. Verizon did not sell the iPhone. It was just AT&T. Mm. And it was just the corporate stores. So there's one store in Joplin that was selling the iPhone that day. And so me and Scott were like, 28 hours? Let's do it. And we played Risk that night. It was great. It was it was great. Well, that's was, all of your 28 hours right there. Yeah, basically. And it was like raining and we were under the thing. So the map the map had water on it. We're like, can't go there anymore. And it was like <laughs> nice. flooded. So it was pretty fun. But, you know, the store closed at 5 and they reopened at 6 p.m. So you had to wait the whole next day. People were like, what are you out here for? And you're like, oh, it's the iPhone. They don't even know. Like they have no idea. It's It was just crazy.
1: How many people were with you waiting in line?
0: The next person showed up. Probably the next morning, and I would say like nine or 10. The store was already open, but not for very long when the next person showed up. And then eventually there were quite a few people in line. But
2: uh, you guys were the first ones in line?
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, they, so it's cool because I can say I was the first person in Joplin, Missouri to get an iPhone because like I know no other store sold them. Mm. I still have the newspaper clipping too. Wow. Um, So they they come out, the employees, they're about to close at five and then reopen at six. And, uh, they're like handing out these pamphlets about mobile internet plans, you know, cause before then you're like, I don't need this. Like mm-hmm. if you got on whatever the browser was on your flip phone, it probably cost you five bucks. You just, right. You're like, no, close, close, close. Yeah. You know, um, And so, they were like, okay, here's, read it over if you have any questions, let us know. And I remember, you know, I was 15, so I was buying the phone, but I was still very much on my parents' cell phone plan. And uh, my dad was going through all the packages because they were paying for my plan. Uh, I sold my Wii, my Xbox 360, and my current cell phone to get enough money to buy the iPhone, like, on my own. And I was, uh, he's like, I'll pay for your plan, but you have to buy the phone. And
1: What did it drop at? $3.99? 3.99.
0: They had 2 gig and 4 gig versions and it was what? uh it was 2.99 and 3.99, okay. I think. Uh, if it wasn't 2.99, 99 it was 3.99 and 4.99. Gotcha. Uh, and it didn't record video. Mm-hmm. No app store. Like so that's just so crazy. And so they were going through the pamphlet and it's 25 bucks for 250 megabytes of data. Or $30 Is for it? unlimited. Like a month. Yes, a month, and they just had no idea, and so I was like, Dad, it's fine. You're paying for my plan. I'll just get the $25 a month thing, and he's like, no, it's only five bucks. Don't worry about it. We'll do the unlimited, because no one knew, and I'm still on that cell phone plan. Like, it's insane. Then, Grant, imagine imagine
1: if you were stuck on the 215 megabytes. I know, I know. That would be so crazy,
0: but yeah, anyway, it was just, it was such a different world back then that uh, people didn't know that it would usher in this, like... Yeah. Because, I mean, you have the iPad because of it. You have the Apple Watch because of it. It's just so much, and so I think...
2: And every other cell phone on the planet because of it, yeah, essentially, like... So Apple under Tim Cook. Pate kind of
0: said this earlier. Tim may be a great CEO. He's probably a great businessman. We will go over their freaking revenue share and their increases later. But, I, yes, I don't think that he is, like an artist or an innovator and that's not a bad thing to have a business-minded ceo i suppose yeah i but. don't
1: even know that steve should have been ceo hmm. like he should have been creative director yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah
2: well and it's also like he steve wasn't the one designing everything either that's no what, he was pushing his he, yeah. he was he was like a good filmmaker. He knew what he wanted. Yes. He knew what he wanted. He knew how and he to knew motivate how to, people to get it. Exactly. And I don't think Tim Cook cares about that Yeah, necessarily. He wants I think a good, healthy like, company. Yeah. He's like, I want my, my employees to be happy with what they're creating. It's like, that's fine. And most people would probably rather work under Tim Cook than they did Steve Jobs. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, he's just,
1: you can't he's just not that person. So it's not like mm-hmm. you can just become Steve
2: jobs. Like yeah. it's not his fault really. Yeah. By all like, accounts, Tim cook seems like a much nicer man than Steve jobs was right. Like and Steve actually it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty flat out. Steve jobs was an absolute jerk to yeah. a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Sure. And Steve told Tim to run the company however he wanted. He said, don't ever think about what I would do. Yeah,
1: Cause that sets you up for disaster and
2: failure. Feel yeah. no it,
0: one... it, it feels like Tim cook took that to heart for sure. Yeah, yeah. And
2: it's, probably smarter for the company in the long run though at this point the company could take whatever risks they wanted and probably be fine mm. but yeah like you take a big swing with a company like apple so a lot of people's jobs on the line there's a lot sure. of yeah. revenue on the line there's yeah. way more invested in the company now than there was when steve was running it yeah like, not
1: even that it's just infrastructure at this point yeah of basically almost the whole world yeah. like you're risking it's not just the company, it's private interest in mm-hmm. the country, mm-hmm. essentially. is That's how big Apple is now.
2: Yeah. I mean, have you seen their freaking place of operations? They have it's, more cash on
0: hand than the U.S. government. That's insane. Yeah, I believe and it. And it looks like NASA. <laughs> Steve passed in 2011 on October 5th. Moment of silence. <laughs> so Tim Cook took over, and it seemed like he chose Tim. Like, it, 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 it wasn't someone that, you know...
2: The board chose yeah. or something.
0: Uh, which, was, which was cool. Uh, but in, instead it seems like, yes, maybe Tim's taking it in a more traditional business direction. Uh, focused on the bottom line, I read an article today that said Steve probably would not have survived in today's environment. Like as a CEO. Hmm. Uh, when Obama pushed him, I think it was Obama's first term. And I think it was actually Biden uh, pushing on Steve saying, why aren't you manufacturing iPhones in the U S Steve said, those jobs aren't coming back. (laughs) Like he straight up said that we cannot manufacture phones in America and keep them at the price that they are and keep them at the quality that they are. Yeah. He literally said that he's like, those jobs aren't coming back. And so I think Tim is probably better suited for now. I think Tim is probably a better business person to think of. And so, uh, just got me thinking about of some questions that maybe I see Apple viewing products differently, viewing innovation differently. Uh, I was just curious, why are they releasing accessories now instead of actual products? So in like we said, we went through, you got the iMac, its own thing killing the Macintosh, basically. You got the iPod, its own product. Not tied to anything else, uh, and then you release the iPhone, and then that effectively kills the iPod as we. And do for
2: it. a while, the iPhone was killing the previous iPhone, essentially. Like not not really, but
0: yeah, no. There's a you're right. There's an internal memo where he's like, I read it. I'll, we'll link it in the description because it's absolutely fascinating. It's the last. Uh, itinerary he sent out for their Apple Top 100 meeting, which it was their Top 100 Innovators. It's not necessarily by title. He chose 100 people, and they had a three-day weekend where he briefed them on the next five, six years for Apple. And he, they had to release his email to everyone, the itinerary to everyone, the 2011 one, so the year that he died, uh, because of the Samsung lawsuit or something. And so you can read it, and he's like, we'll keep innovating on this iphone i forgot what model it was so we're still ahead of our competitors before they even release the oh it was the it was the ipad he's like we'll release the ipad 2 before our competitors have even caught up to the ipad 1 Hmm. so yeah you're right he was even like you know competing with himself before the competitors even caught up to them as a whole right and so yes you you would release products that
2: were a jump forward yes. from the previous one. Yes.
0: And really all I can think of post Steve Jobs, uh, the biggest one is the watch, Apple obviously. Watch, yeah. But yeah. even that still tied to your phone. And I, I read a lot of people saying if this could exist on its own, that would make so much more sense. But it's it is very much an accessory yeah. to your phone. And and most of its function, I suppose. To read text sure, yeah, yeah I was gonna say yeah. sure you could tell time and And you, you can won't. pay for cellular but it does not Steph. have its own phone number. Right. It doesn't. So it's, but that's was the biggest one. Was it in the works sure. before he died? Uh, he, the only thing I could find was he did not, quote, he did not nix it as a product. Okay. So he knew about it, I guess. That's kind of it. Yeah. But the last one he really, really worked on was the iPad. iPad. Yep. Um. So you got the Apple Watch, which I think is the biggest one, mm-hmm. AirPods, which are still yeah. an accessory to. Yep almost every Mac product. Basically you can use them with Mac, iPad, including iPhone. the
1: new over the head headphones. They're not, exactly they there's they three
0: the same, different yeah. versions of the yeah. AirPods, which is just absurd. Um, and so what other, can you guys think of other products? Like I know well, you, you mentioned air Yeah. He was talking
2: about I, AirTag. Um, not, I mean, I guess, but it's not, product. but it's the, the point same, I was making is it's the they didn't invent
1: it. Tech that they've had in everything else. Right. interested
2: yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, like Apple didn't invent location tags. Yeah. Like, it's their version of it, Mm -hmm. but just like Apple didn't invent wireless headphones. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, The Apple wall. (laughs) He did.
0: The only thing, the two two most intriguing things I could think of, he mentioned wanting to do a car in 2008. Really? He said, I really want to design an Apple car. And, you know, then that's sort of when his health started to... Decline, so he didn't
1: and then he also yeah, wait so in uh, the problem with that is like tesla is basically the apple car like yeah, it'd be really hard point. to sell it you know yeah. with, with
2: their tesla. version kind of became carplay i guess yeah like yeah the interface in the car which i think the the strongest thing apple has now in general is their software like i think their software design is still better than anybody else's mm-hmm. their os yeah. yeah. Their yeah. their operating system is really good mm-hmm. and, and the, secure. That's the other big yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. The the updates they do to it, I for the most part almost always enjoy. Mm-hmm. Every so often there's one that's like, "Yeah, I I don't like this one, but you get used to it so quickly that it's like, yeah. Yeah. This feels like a natural Yeah. Thing. But how much of
1: how much of those updates energy-wise is like instead of updating the OS, maybe hmm put the heads in a room and come up with something new yeah the sure thing yeah. is like in i'm sure there's a better way to come up with like a timeline on like when a new product when a brand new product came out right meaning um the ipad or the apple watch or the macbook or you know whatever there's probably a few years in between there but they're probably pretty consistent <laughs> when's the last time a brand new product came out Right. You know, that wasn't another iPhone, isn't another MacBook, isn't another set of AirPods, another watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are always happening. Like Jake's saying, he's always wanting, he was always wanting to eat the older product with the new one. But at a certain point, the iPhone came out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were still updating the iPod. It it? seems like the
2: AirPods were the first... Really new product in a while, but it again it is an accessory. It doesn't stand on its own. Yeah, which is fine. I love it. I think Apple TV maybe would would have been that came out in oh eight. I was I gonna say oh eight. Yeah. Oh really? A
0: long time ago. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess that's fair.
0: Yeah. I didn't.
2: I didn't remember those being
0: around that long ago. Mm-hmm. The original ones are like huge. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I think uh, it, it's for me. It was like, well, it's easier to buff up the bottom line when you're doing that uh, and I just pulled up the market share which you mentioned. So, uh, the most up to date quarter is quarter 1 uh, or quarter 2 of 2021. The iPhone market share is 53%.
2: Oh, okay. So is that worldwide or in the US? US. Okay. Yeah. It's so still lower I think than I, I think, think it would wor- be. I think worldwide it's like 33% or oh, something. Okay. but But yeah, yeah, I
0: guess I guess what I'm saying is if I'm Tim Cook and I've got 53 Quarter quarter one it was fifty five and then quarter four of twenty twenty it was sixty five, so you're seeing a slight decline over the last three quarters. But
2: but a massive jump here.
0: Yeah, true. Um, but anyway, if I got if I got a if fifty percent of the U.S. has an iPhone in their hand, let's just sell them something else. Yeah. You know, if I'm Tim Cook, that makes more business sense than wasting manpower and energy. Yeah, that's the other thing. Again, that doing might not,
1: and this brings us to thirteen doing small updates yeah 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 the, you want to talk about the sure. iphone 13
2: so what prompted everything
0: was the release of the iphone 13 which was probably about a month and a half ago now by the time you're listening
2: the iphone 13 is for sure the most incremental increase between phones i have ever seen
0: statistically yes
2: the processor is only 10 faster than the iphone 12 which is nothing it's I, that's not thing. even like, noticeable man, if it's
0: if it's 2010 Nine, and you say this is 10% faster, that's huge. But 10% faster at this point in the game, it's like that means it goes from 0.9 seconds of loading to 0.85. Right.
2: It's like that doesn't,
0: that's not worth $700. You, you know? can't even register it's yeah. happening.
2: Uh, the camera is slightly better, which again, it's such an incremental... They're already doing 4K I, and yeah. like super high-resolution stuff. You can shoot in the dark. like.
0: And I put slightly... I could put all the statistics, but I saw a comparison test of a 12 Pro and a 13 Pro, and they were almost identical. Yep. So unless you have Apple's Pro setups with light rigs and, you know... I, I just don't think user is not going to see the increases that they're promising. So,
2: And then slightly longer battery that life.
0: That is an absolute fact. That is the biggest selling point of the 13, I think. I think it's like 2.5
1: hours or something on average. And then I would assume the health is better too. Like does it stay Longevity, healthy longer? Longevity, yeah.
2: Um, which has always been the criticism of Apple products. I think the next
0: big innovation, honestly, they could make is a phone that lasts multiple days.
1: Yeah, because that, that technology is out there.
0: That would be huge. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest concern with everyone that yeah. has an iphone why do i have to charge it every night and kids they don't understand but we didn't used to have to charge our phones every night right I guess correct. so there's like four be,
2: days i didn't charge my my flip phone yeah good like, thing lasts forever uh and then finally
0: well the pros yeah oh, the, the pro versions that's what i meant
2: yeah. yeah uh on the 13 pro specifically there's a smooth scrolling display cinematic mode and one terabyte of that's memory so
0: crazy that's a selling point what? I was watching the keynote and this the is... The scrolling display? Yeah. This like is crazy. Like it hasn't been
2: out before? I, uh...
0: So, I, yeah. Every they added year, in the blur. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> every Literally every year, I would get together with my buddy Derek. He used to work at Apple. And we would get together and we watch all the keynotes together because it was such a huge thing. And I was on tour this year and I remember watching it and I pulled my computer up and was watching it on the road. I was like, I can't believe they're selling us on... It's a... Faster refresh rate on the screen so your scrolling is smoother. <laughs> and I was like, I'm absolutely not an Apple hater, but I'm not a diehard, all things blind. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either. That was insane. The pro version. The twelve hundred dollar version. So anyway, in one terabyte, I don't know how many people store stuff on their phone. I do. That's actually useful. That seems yep. useful to me. Uh, the yep. cinematic mode is very were cool. most like 256.
1: What's cinematic like mode? Like lower, lower level yes. was 256. Um,
2: What's the cinematic mode? From my <laughs> When reco- you have to go. From uh, my recollection,
0: it will analyze the scene and shift the focus on its own. Like, when you're filming something? Like machine learning. Yeah. So it is, the pro, it is pretty cool. And I, I read that. Um. Those smaller features, they can sell phones on now because so many people have this idea in their head that they're content creators. Mm, So like ah. these TikTok people say, I make $200 a month on TikTok. I need the newest iPhone. You know, they're kind of like write it off with that. And so
2: I didn't even think of that. There are
0: so many people that um, think that they need it because of what they do online all day, basically. Interesting. but the cinematic mode is cool. You should look into it. But like I said, I not buying an iPhone no, 13 Pro. No, especially
1: if you have the twelve. It's just so not how worth many? It. How many years were between twelve and thirteen? One. One. Which is insane. I think that's the biggest. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. Because how has that ever happened? Where they've done one year between phones? Yeah. Every yeah, almost year. every year. It's every year. Yeah.
0: Well, sometimes it's under the veil of like the plus. S, yeah. plus. yeah. Yeah. A yeah. new edition of yeah. that previous
1: number. Correct. Okay, yeah.
2: Most of the time, it's like X and then Xs. For some reason, I year. thought there
1: was at least a couple years between each one, but maybe not.
2: Usually, between a number jump, it's two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's So wrong. between yeah. the 12 and 13, yeah, it is one year technically. Yeah. Which is great. I don't know why they decided to. The naming system has become completely arbitrary, though. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Not quite as insane as Xbox, but
0: uh, it's getting there. I will say uh, on the iPhone 13 line of thinking, uh, there was a survey, the Piper Sandler survey. I don't know who that is or what that is, but I checked it out and it is legit. Uh, It also, so it's not just us sitting around this table. It also shows a considerable lack of interest in the iPhone 13. They surveyed 1,000 Americans, 6% planned to buy the iPhone 13 this fall and winter, and that number was 10% in 2020 when they asked about the 12 um, and then the average iPhone age rose from 2.6 years to, uh, from 2.3 in 2020. So
1: age as in, uh, length how of time long someone has it. it. Yes. Okay.
0: So they had their iPhone for 0. 0.3 years longer on average, uh, when pulled this year than last year. So people are keeping their devices longer. They're also noticing, Hey, unless I get a really good trade in deal, that 13 is not worth it. Right. So, um,
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I wait four years till I make a jump. So I think
1: that, I mean, and we're going to, that's perfect for what we're talking about now is, I think the reason for that is a plateau. And that's what you've got in your outline. But I think there's less like risk in holding my iPhone XR for three or four years. Cause it's going to be comparable for mm. that long. Yeah. Or at least somewhat. Yeah. I mean, I've got friends that have an iPhone five and they're, it's perfectly fine. It does yeah. everything. To, I mean, in terms of what you would need it for to, to like
2: communicate, it does the same things. Well, and the pinnacle of it is that they essentially re-released the iPhone five, didn't they? The SE or whatever. Isn't that essentially a re-release of the five? The Uh, the square-edged one? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, definitely not in terms of, like, internal parts. No, no, no. But design, for sure. Design,
2: the outside of the phone looks the same, essentially. Yeah. And that's kind of telling to this plateau of innovation stuff. It's like, if a company is essentially releasing just an updated version of literally the exact same Mm -hmm. phone, as opposed to, like, the jump between 12 and 13 or whatever, there might be some external things. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah, ugh. and I mean
0: Pete Pete literally had a 4S until last year. And now he only got a new iPhone because like his plan made him change iPhones or something, you know? And so there's people out there like that that are just like, I don't think that I need this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean what is it, the Samsung or something? Has a a flip phone and it's all screen. Yeah. The screen folds in half.
1: Yeah. And it's like Were you saying that like why Hasn't Apple done something? Yeah, like where
0: it? are they at? I right, mean, are yeah. they just gonna come out with their version in a couple of years, or like I they're I just now don't behind understand. when they were the yeah. ones pressing
2: forward? Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing too that's interesting. I was gonna bring up the bendable screens and stuff like that. Like when you were talking about finding the next thing, like Steve was pushing to find the next thing. So he goes from computer yeah. to a mobile yeah. music device, then to a phone computer essentially. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's trying to. I don't know what the next thing is. Yeah. You know, like all of the phone companies are essentially, or the tech companies are doing just variations on the thing. Yeah. That they which is have.
1: the variation on the original thing, which is just a computer.
2: Sure. Hmm. It's
1: all variations on the very first computer. Right.
2: People talk about like VR being a, a next yeah. thing or whatever, but like you see the products coming out and they're, All stuff that are kind of accessories or just like, oh, the the phone folds in half. It's like, what's the next step? Yeah. What's the next technological innovation? And I guess we can't know that until it happens.
1: To me, it's all been about the last 10 years almost has been about computing power. Power is what they've been pushing. Uh, Better hard drive, a faster processor. Yeah all of the... the well, the, the M1 chip that you,
2: you yeah, pointed out on well, here. I, I'll say I don't think he's talked about it yet.
0: I haven't. I think that's the most innovative product they've put out in the last yep. five or six months. It's not years. As it's sexy, te- obviously.
2: It's, yeah, it's also telling that we were talking earlier about Apple was something that people that weren't tech nerds could access and be like, I get why this is crazy. The M1 chip you give to, you list out to somebody that doesn't know anything, they're like, okay, I... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What does it do because right. of that? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. what they're looking yeah. for. So they've essentially become a regular tech company now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With really good marketing and design. And to me,
1: like, those things are actually really valuable increases. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I think computing power is super important. in because <clears throat> innovate innovating stuff has to build off of itself. Like, to make the iPhone 5, they had to make the 4. Right, and three and mm-hmm. two. So <clears throat> the better the computing power, the better the chance that something can be new. Mm-hmm. Something some new innovation can come yeah come across. You yeah.
0: Know? No, that's yeah, that's true. This this podcast probably would not exist in this form because we have we're recording yep. on my MacBook. We are casting <laughs> the outline from the iPad to the TV that has Apple TV built into it. We have Wes's iPhone sitting here recording us right now, yep. and we have our phones where we're like
1: live looking at data. If only like, like,
2: record on my phone with the yeah. watch. If
1: only Apple made an audio interface.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe. That was better hey, than
1: right. Hey, Tim. Um, Apple
2: made these mugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think the M1 is the most – And but even the to the Tim Cook thing is – it also still was a really smart business move. Yeah. Because they don't have to buy chips from Intel anymore. Yeah. So it's correct. like sure it was innovative, but it also it helped the, the bottom move. line. Yeah. yeah. So that's so well, it's like let's eh, hit, it's kind let's
2: of hit these last three questions here. Yeah. Like, which is kind of what we've been not dancing around but kind of alluding to. They're no longer known for innovation.
0: Right. Yes.
2: Like I don't think, I mean, we were talking about the products earlier. We had a hard time thinking of something innovative that they've created in years. Yeah. And the M1 isn't even really that innovative. It's a computer chip.
1: Right, exactly. With a lot
2: of good stuff in it. Yeah. It's a computer chip. It already existed. The AirTag already existed. Yeah. Even
1: if they did something that had nothing to do with technology, like that, that would be interesting. Like, sure. Like, um, and again, that's a huge risk. Because mm-hmm. you're not yeah. really known for that yeah. now, whereas you were maybe the in the 80s and 90s, you were known for more the art side of it. Yeah. So if they did something crazy yeah. where it had nothing to do with technology, the HomePod
2: is the other, uh, the only other product I had forgotten about. Hmm. But I think but again, that's telling. I forgot about it. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: also, it wasn't the first one to do it. I think. Sure. Amazon came out with yeah. the, th- yeah, theirs before, and so did Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think they're. Apple is more of a, and I I use this in like the business school sense. I hate the term, but Apple is more of a brand now than like yeah. an innovative an innovative company. I think, uh, and well,
2: I think that's okay that they're okay with that, which is too big bad. now. Yeah, I
1: think because of that. It's the thing a huge problem. the thing
2: that can be annoying is they're still pretending like they're the innovation company yes. yeah. in all of their yeah. keynotes and stuff. They're trying to still be mm. what they were under Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah but they're just not anymore. Yeah. And I think everyone kind of sees through that yeah. facade a little bit. At this point. they I mean, still to though, like, not see through it. It's they, so obvious.
1: They still make really good products. And sure. I want to make that really clear. Like, I don't think it's necessarily worthy of like jumping on Apple as a whole. I think their products are really highly quality mm-hmm. driven. Um, we're just talking about the innovative side of, yeah. side of it. Because every product side. they come out with, function's great i think it, their os is great Their os is great i think the the yeah. durability is great i think that the you know the usability is really great yeah
0: i think i do think that the apple pencil with the with one of the ipad pros is the that best recently acquired it's it's the best writing experience on a digital product it's a stylus it, yeah it has i mean palm reduction was not a thing in terms of like Digitally drawing before you had to have a drawing pad that wasn't a screen connected to something else, and yeah. so um, yeah, I mean, I, I have that. I use that very often. Like I said, we're using multiple products here for mm-hmm. this production, so yeah, I, I, it's definitely not a like Apple sucks by any means. I, bu- I probably buy one new Apple product a year at least, so it's like we. Yep. I guess I just miss. It's hard because I'm I'm I obviously miss the like the charismatic. Uh, for some reason, and I know this is wrong, but I am very into like the jerk head of a company getting the best out of people. I maybe that's wrong, but it's like I think you need people like that in the world that will push things forward. Sure, and I, and I do mm-hmm. miss
2: that. And I think so, that, I think there are ways to do it without being as big of a jerk as Steve Jobs yeah. was. Like that's probably like true. personally yeah. destroying people yeah. and stuff like that. I think you could probably get rid of but being tough on people is yeah, different
0: that's true yeah i think
2: i think that's yeah. really what you yeah and i agree i think everyone's way too soft especially our fathers
0: life. like i feel like i wouldn't be who i was if sure my dad wasn't and then you know i, I think yeah i don't know that's yeah. probably a good way of putting it though. i
2: think i think steve knew to be tough on somebody would make them stronger you almost fired me do you remember
0: did it say hello no need to thank me.
2: That's, like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> like and, that. yeah. So the the personal things of Steve where he was not a great dad for yeah. a long time and yeah. denied that he was a dad for a long time. And, like, he, he treated people in the company very poorly at mm-hmm. times. And people that helped make him who he was, he dismissed. And mm-hmm. so that kind of stuff is where, it like, he fell over the line into being just bad to yeah, people. Yeah, But, yeah, absolutely, his toughness is what, but you probably couldn't remove the thing from him. Hmm. You know, you couldn't remove the jerk side of him and still get the... Maintain the... Yeah, yeah. He would have had to be a different person than he was.
1: Can you remove the sleaziness from Ben Franklin and still have him be who he was? True.
2: I mean, you have the products that he created even if he was a bad person. We have the ideas that someone like Ben Franklin had, you know, Mm. and the things that he accomplished. Yeah. But we're all fallen people. Sure. You know.
0: That's a good episode we've been talking about is can you separate the art from the artist? Mm -hmm. So, maybe we'll have to just do that one. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Any wrapping up thoughts?
2: I think Steve was... We definitely talked about the last one. Yeah. I think Steve is a fascinating guy and which is... I don't think we'd be talking about Apple as a company without a person that's as interesting as Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like we could have probably done an episode just talking about the life that Steve Jobs right. had and how interesting yeah. it was. But yeah, Apple's an interesting history of a company. It's not, not that it old shift. too. Like yeah. to think about yeah.
1: their timeline, I mean, like 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. It's not that not that I old mean, of a company.
2: 14 years since the first iPhone. It's yeah, like that's, nothing.
1: That's really crazy to think about. Yeah.
2: Anyways.
0: Well, to wrap it up, this has been This Podcast is Not For You.
1: I'm Wes.
2: I'm Jake. And I'm Peyton. It's more than I thought there was. Mm-hmm. Pulled a classic Wes. Uh, he he, he really <laughs> dove into the character <laughs> of Wes. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for watching and listening.